Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rebuilding Relationships Podcast. My name is Carrie Vasquez, and I am a lifestyle coach, a believer in Christ, a wife, a mom, a glam mom, and a business owner. My show is committed to helping you rebuild and restore your life. Each week, I'll be here with an amazing message or a guest to help you love yourself deeper, restore your relationships, transform your life, your family, and your business. Now let's get started. Hello, everyone. I am so excited that I am finally sharing this episode with you all. And I say finally because this is actually a conversation that I had months ago with the sweet and amazing Elaine Gonzalez Johnson. She's a powerhouse too. She's also known as the mogul mommy. She was the speaker for my passion to purpose mastermind that I had a few months back. And she shared her story. She shared how she continued to slay in spite of what was going on around her, around all of us. She has continued to just push through and just be an amazing example and inspiration for women entrepreneurs, for women in general. She is amazing. She is the founder of Latinas in Motion. She's the creator of the Plan, Pray, Slay Planner, which I use and I love and I have uh, given to my sweet, dear lady friends. Um, she is also, she was a speaker at Harvard University and she's been featured in the Women's Running Magazine and so much more. I attended her conference, which was just an amazing time with powerful women who shared so much of themselves and who uh, really just gave us so much knowledge. It was a great, great time. We we had an amazing time. I love this com- that conference, uh, but she's just an inspiration to many. And so I'm really excited to have her on this episode and just to share um, her knowledge. Her husband just recently, just the other day, got his doctorate. So it's been a few months since we recorded this episode, but it is still valuable today. So I'm excited to be sharing it with you all. So enjoy. I am so excited to have you today, Elaine Johnson. I sent a message to all of my ladies in my mastermind, and I said to them, you have to be on this call. Actually, I think I copied you in the email. She's going to bless your socks off. (laughs) So I absolutely love your energy, girl. It's probably been about a year, I think, since, maybe a little over a year, since I first met you. I think a girlfriend of mine, Crystal, shout out to her. Yes, shout out to Crystal. (laughs) Yes. um, I think she shared something with me, um, but uh, I started following you and you have truly blessed me. Um, Mm -hmm. Like I said, I love your energy um, and I love your energy, your highs and your lows because you share them all. You're real. You know, you don't give us this fake image of entrepreneurship and like, yay, it's awesome. I'm on a high. I'm good all the time. Uh, So I just love that about you. So thank you so much for real. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So today I I wanted you to be on to share your story. um, And you have this awesome planner that I also got for my ladies. 
And I was hoping that you could share how you started your journey and then go into some specifics like with business planning and kind of how you structure your day or your business. Um, and we'll start with that because I could overload you with a bunch of questions. Okay, no, this is great. So I am so honored to be here. You know, I love you. I think you're amazing. And I just think as women, we have to be a champion of each other and what we're doing, especially when we just want to share that goodness with the world. So thank you so much. Um, in terms of you know, my journey, I will say that I probably started everything in 2012. So I got to give y'all the full story. Cause if you know me, I love telling a good story y'all. So my name is Elaine Gonzalez Johnson. And I always have to add the Gonzalez because I'm Puerto Rican and most people know me as the founder of Latinas in Motion. So then when people be like Elaine Johnson, Elaine Johnson is not Latina. I am Latina. I just got a really dope, amazing, beautiful black man that I'm married to. That's where the Johnson comes in from. But we got married, I got pregnant and, you know, being Latina, I was already a thick girl. So when I got pregnant with Eva, I got thicker, girl, like thicker. I was just doubling up on rice, beans, everything. And so now I have this baby. I have this amazing husband. I have this new body. And no one in my family ever talked about postpartum depression. Nobody ever talked about how do you handle this new responsibility of being responsible for someone, the highs and lows, how that affects your marriage. Like there were so many things going on at the same time. And I felt completely lost in myself. Now I've never, ever been athletic. We never talked about health and wellness. The most that we talked about in my family were like fad diets, right? Like my mom would get on a diet for a bathing suit. And then as soon as that vacation was over, she right back to her habits or my sisters would try to get cute for a dress and then we write back to eating rice beans and all that other good stuff right so now consider this so I have a career I'm happily married and I have this new baby girl and I have this brand new body like real talk like stretch marks saggy boobs and I'm young I'm in my 20s and a lot of my friends were not married did not have babies so I just felt stuck in life I didn't know who I could talk to about it it felt embarrassing because this wasn't something that we talked about at all and so I wanted to get back to feeling like myself again so I gravitated toward walking um, because I've never been to the gym so going to Planet Fitness or going to you know somewhere else felt unnatural to me because that's not something that we practice mm-hmm. and so what I gravitated towards was walking and running because you know how to walk girl you know what I'm saying anybody could walk it's easy. when I would go to the gym I felt like everybody was staring at me and they weren't right. but it's that like own inner gremlin in your head like you don't know what you're doing everybody looking at you you a hot mess but I didn't let that stop me praise the lord for that so I started walking And at the time, I was an educator for the school district of Philadelphia. I used to help students with their college and career readiness programs and their pathways. And so someone at my job was like, if you're walking and jogging, you should sign up for the Broad Street Run. So I didn't know what that was. So I Googled it. Shout out to the Ministry of Google. Like, Google will take you places, girl. You know what I'm saying? Yes, it will. So I Googled it. And I was like, okay, let me sign up. Never had signed up for a race before. So it was known as a 10-mile race. I Googled a plan on how to train myself for three months. And it was great. So I get there, there's 40,000 people. So when I tell you it was complete culture shock, it was complete culture shock. It's like, you look at these beautiful black women, black girls run was there. There were all these students there. They're known as um, students run Philly style. I mean, just 
an array of people and then there was me. So I felt alone. I didn't see any Latinas. I'm sure there were Latinas there. I just didn't see any. With 40,000 people, you're like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. It was the best experience I've ever had in my adult life, right? And think about it. So at this point, I'm running 10 miles. I'm already married. My daughter is two at this point. So I've lost weight, snatched myself up, got my Beyonce on and completed this race, got a medal. And I just felt like I could fly. Right. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I want people to feel like this because no one in my family had ever completed race events. Like I was like a unicorn. Okay. Like I was out here being a real life unicorn. Like my mom was like, oh my gosh, you ran 10 miles. Like, you know, is that healthy? You won't die. So I started to Google Latina running groups, Latina walking groups. In 2012, there were none, Mm. none. Because if there were, I would have joined those groups. Like I'm all about like, you know, I joined the Latina sorority in college. I'm all about togetherness. You know what I'm saying? So there were none at the time. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what if I started one? It's like, you get this. and, And this is the first point. If, if you're watching, if you're listening, like the first point is when God downloads something in your spirit, that's for you. It's for you to make it happen. I had never ran a business before. I had never been athletic. When I had the idea to do Latinas in Motion, guys, I need y'all to know, I was 5'2", weighing a good 150, 160 pounds. Like I'm, I didn't have abs. I wasn't a size two. I wasn't even the fastest runner. But I knew that women needed this. Yes. And I knew God gave it to me, you know, and, and I had to do my research to know like, yo, am I crazy? Like, can I do this? And when I realized I could do it, I'm like, okay, you start with what you have. That's my second point. Like so many of us are waiting till we have it all together. I literally just text everybody in my phone. Can y'all meet me at this high school in Philadelphia? We're going one, we're going to run, jog, walk 2.5 miles. Text every woman. She wasn't, I was calling it Latinas in motion, but she didn't have to be Latina, right? Mm-hmm. So I text everyone in my phone and six women showed up. So I'm like, oh my God, this is real life. Like this is really happening, right? And so I decided to call it Latinas in motion because even at the time that running was so fulfilling for me it wasn't that I enjoyed it it was that I felt this sense of peace kind of of like no one's calling me babe no one's calling me mom it's just me and this pavement and so I wanted to teach that to other women but I realized that that may not be an avenue for all Latinas right so like take my mom for example at the time my family wasn't buying into what I was selling and that's okay that's perfectly okay running to them felt like flying to Mars. You know what I'm saying? Like it just it didn't get them yet. And I want to encourage someone who's waiting for their family to support you. It's not going to happen at first. Sis. Like sometimes your family, and your friends are going to see how bad you want it before they hop on board. Right. Do it anyways. Yes. Had I waited for the approval of people, I would still be waiting. But I knew like, yo, I got to get started. And I did. But I called it Latinas in motion because even though running was great for me, I didn't want to put us in a box of being a running crew. Now, till this day, that's our most popping thing that we do, right? We run, we walk, we jog. And it's beautiful because I don't charge a membership fee. So what's free? Walking, jogging, and running. Whereas if we had a Latina Zumba or a Latina swim, you would have to pay for that. And growing up, like I lived below the poverty line my whole life. I didn't want money to be a factor on why women 
couldn't join me. You know what I'm saying? So again, I still want to tell people no business degree, but when your morals are straight, you'll lead with that. So for me, because of my experience growing up, I didn't want to charge a membership fee. I wanted to make sure I was building something that had equity that we could all, regardless of how much money you made, you could join. No business degree, but you don't need a business degree to have good morals. You don't need a business degree to have good principles. Write those things down. What's important to you? Because whatever's important to you, that's who you're going to attract. Right. So still to this day, like I wish I could pay my chapter leaders. I wish I could pay my board. We're not there yet. And that's fine. To me, I feel like we're still a young organization. But I that's the reason why I did not call it Latinas running. Call it Latinas in motion. So whatever gets you in motion, I don't care if it's cleaning, dancing, twerking, running, like whatever it is, we want you to be healthy and be active, right? So now at this point, um, in probably December of 2012, I was chosen to win an award with the Philadelphia 76ers as their hometown hero, six months into starting Latinas in Motion, right? Why is that important? Because God will open up doors for you that you never dreamed about, right? When I started Latinas in Motion June 2012, never did I think I would be standing at a full-blown out arena receiving an award from the 76ers in front of everybody, like halftime show, Elaine Gonzalez-Johnson, founder of Latinas in Motion. This was six months later. And it's like, it doesn't matter how many followers you have. It doesn't matter how much money you're bringing in. Like what impact are you having in the world? Because that's what matters. That's what people see. Like authenticity is everything. People can see if you're fake, if you're not. People can see if you really care, if you don't. People can see what you're doing for money and what you're doing because that's what you were designed to do. And what I tell everybody is like, you have to figure out what does your all say y'all like what is God telling you to do because when you figure that out you're going to vibrate at such a high frequency that people are just going to gravitate to what you're doing started Latinas in Motion in June 2012 receiving an award December 2012 right like to me I wasn't popping to me I didn't have an influence I was just doing what I felt like I could do with excellence You know what I'm saying? Like you have to do what you were called to do with excellence. So maybe you're starting a business. Maybe you just started your career. Maybe you're just in a relationship. Like whatever your reason is to be in this mastermind, understand that nothing happens by accident. Understand that in order for you to get to whatever your level of success is, you have to give each and every day your excellence. Because if you don't, you're never going to get whatever it is that you think that you want. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so then, so this was 2012 when I saw Latina's Motion, got the award. When I got that award, I think, you know, everybody started to look us up, right? Because now we're in Philadelphia, we're receiving this award in front of thousands of people. So now people are like Googling who is Latina's Motion? Where can I get involved? And so that's how we started to build out chapters. We got inquiries from New Jersey. We got inquiries from New York of how can I get started? Didn't have a plan for it, but I figured it out. And I think that's one of the most amazing things about business owners or entrepreneurs or just creatives. It's like, let me tell you all the big secret that nobody's saying. Nobody has it figured out. We figure it out as we go. Like people are not saying that out loud, but like it is our biggest secret. Like people be like, oh, Elaine, um, can you start a chapter in New Jersey? Yes. 
<laughs> after you get off that call, let me figure out what this yeah. is going to look like. Mm-hmm. Like, don't ever say no. Figure it out. Mm-hmm. People will call me, okay, can we do this type of program? Yes. And then I figure it out, right? So like really build up fire, right? So now university started to call me and they're like, hey, can you come speak to my students about, you know, what it's like to start a nonprofit, talk about Latinas in motion. Never had I ever spoke to an audience before. Yes, I was up to your school. And I had no idea, y'all, that like people literally get paid to speak. None. <laughs> Not none. And if I told y'all what I charged these schools when I first got started, y'all probably slapped me silly. Like, oh my gosh. So, but it's okay because I was really bad at first, right? So that's another thing. Your first speaking engagement is gonna be trash. Your first <laughs> podcast episode is gonna be trash. Your first presentation, it's guys, it's don't expect to start off as Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Even Beyonce, like Destiny's Child opened up for um what's that group called they sang that song they'd be like in the rhythm of the night the barge the barge yeah the barge that is a word for somebody destiny's child beyonce opened up for the barge y'all can google it that's a word for somebody (laughs) y'all want to show up as beyonce now i'm gonna need you to show up as destiny's child opening up for debarge that's how they started okay that's a word for somebody i'm gonna let that marinate so when i first started y'all mm-hmm. i started off opening for debarge <laughs> not in my life but in my career it was raggedy i i spoke with a powerpoint mm-hmm. i i had passion i said um a thousand times mm-hmm. i i i wore fishnets it was it was bad it was bad <laughs> but but i learned that right but i learned that I was relatable. I learned that I was funny. I learned that I was compassionate. And I learned that if I worked hard at this, I could do this well. And so it made me hungry to speak more. And I started to get invited to more colleges. So that was like my first line of like, you know, I had Latinas in motion. I was still an educator, y'all. So still working my nine to five, still running the world after work and then taking vacation days off so that I could speak to college students because that was getting me paid as well. So think about it. I was getting paid because I was taking either time off a vacation day or whatever, personal day. But then these universities would be paying me too. At the time, I was charging anywhere between $500 and $800 for that particular speaking engagement. So do the math. So like I'm getting paid full time and I'm getting paid to speak. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is great. Two years later, this this question started coming up often. And that was, so you're a mom and you know, you're this amazing wife and you have a nonprofit and you're speaking to us and you have this career. Like, how do you manage it all? So I want you to pay attention to what do what do people ask you the most? And I want you to write that down because if people are coming to you for this particular thing, sis, mm-hmm. sir, because you know the guys are listening in the background, you have a gift. You have to figure out how, if people are coming to you to solve a problem, you have a business. Literally, business owners, all they do is solve problems. Mm-hmm. So people are coming to you with questions they know that you can solve their problem, right? So then you just have to figure out, okay, what is it that I can do? That is your niche. And then it just comes to a point of like, okay, what do I need to charge for this thing, right? So that was a little, that was a gem for somebody. 
So when I started going to these schools, everybody kept asking me, like, how do you start your day? How do you start your day? And so I was giving out a formula and I didn't have a product. So I was telling people, well, every day I wake up, I recite affirmations. I write down what I'm grateful for. I have my to-do list. And they're like, okay, great. And then I saw them writing it down. Everything that I said, writing it down, write it down. Okay, I'm going to do that too. Okay, I'm going to do that too. I'm gonna do that. And then I'm like, yo, why don't I have a product? Like, why don't I create a product with the formula that I'm giving to these people for free. And honestly, it was fear. It's like, okay, I want to create a planner where I can teach people how to plan, pray, stay their life, right? Because that's what I felt like I was doing. But I felt like I'm not a designer. I don't know who to go to. And so in 2017, that question came up like this. So from 2012 to 2017, because I need y'all to know nothing happens overnight, right? It's all like layered up. I decided, okay, I'm going to create a planner. I was still working full time. I still had Latinas in motion. I was still speaking all over the country. And then I decided, okay, I'm going to create this product called Plan, Pray, Say the Planner. I paid my friend $150. She was a homegirl. She's amazing. She's Latina. Now she's like running Atlanta, but that's besides the point. I got her while she was still cheap, okay? Caught her up. I'm like, listen, can you do this? She had self-published so many books. And like, we think that we have to go and get the best designer and we have to get an agent to like, you know, rep us who in your circle, it has what you want to do. I realized that my friends published plenty of books, plenty of planners, plenty of journals. I'm like, yo, let me go ahead and go to Emily. Right. And so I hit her up. She's like, I'm going to charge you $150. I'm like, cool. Gave her $150. She created the first Camprey Slay. And at the time, there was a company called Create Space. I'm giving you all this free like tools, y'all. Create Space no longer exists, but just Google Create Space and see where they redirect you to. And you could literally self-publish for free. Amazon KDP. There you go. And so like, you just take whatever it is that you created, upload it. Mm-hmm. And then it's available on Amazon. You're literally not putting out any money unless you're paying for inventory. When I realized how easy that was, y'all, I'm like, yo, why did I wait this long? And so now, now that I learned that lesson, now I'm just like, whatever I think about, I create. Whatever I think about, I create. Whatever I think about, I create. Because it's like, fear is not real. Like if you Google fear, people only have fear of something like when they hear something too loud, right? So like, If you hear something too loud, your body will naturally be scared because something happened. Or if you are about to fall, naturally, that's like, if you Google what fear is, that is what fear is. Mm -hmm. The fear that we feel to get started on our dreams exists in our minds. Mm -hmm. If you can train your mind, if you can train your mind to just feel the fear, because I know you're going to be like, but girl, I feel so, so real. I get it. Feel that and do it anyways, because you're not going to fall in real life Mm -hmm. and ain't nobody going to say something real out to you in real life. Right. So like you're good. I promise you, you good. And if you fail, it's fine. It's failing forward. Like Mm -hmm. I don't even like to use the word fail. I just think it's like a lesson to get you to where you were supposed to be anyways. So after I put this product out, I ended up selling 500 copies like that same month that I put it out. Then I'm like, oh my gosh, I have something here. So anytime I would go speak, I would bring my planners. Then I decided, okay, people wanted to like get this wire binding, this like, you know, to make it feel this pretty. 
So I found a vendor in China and I'm like, okay, how much is this going to charge? Because in the US, they were charging me too much money that I couldn't afford. Mm-hmm. Um, and I took a risk. So if you guys ever want to wholesale or create products overseas, they're going to require that you purchase 500 upfront. That takes faith because, you know, in my mind, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to spend so much money. Am I going to spend, you know, am I going to sell these 500 copies? But statistically, I was selling a thousand copies a year using, you know, Amazon's a vendor platform or whatever. So I'm like, I think I can sell 500 and I have praise the Lord. But like, I want you to know that I, I am not the smartest girl, right? Like I think I can come on here and be confident because I spend a lot of time with myself. Like I do the internal work to get to know who is Elaine and realize that can't nobody do Elaine the way Elaine does Elaine. Right. And so when you own that power, I think life gets better, but I don't want anybody to feel like, you know, they can, or a lot of women will come up to me and be like, you know, how did you get that confident? You're looking at 2020, Elaine, right? Mm -hmm. 2012, Elaine, when I first started, that was real raggedy. Again, Destiny's Child opened up for Demarge. Like, it wasn't what you see now. You just get better and better and better. And I've been talking about the same exact thing for how many years already? So it's like most of the time when people want me to talk, they either want me to talk about Latina's emotion or plan, pray, slay the planner, right? Like that's what they want me to talk about. I could do that in my sleep because it's my story. If you told me, you know, Elaine, I want to, I want to, I want to invite you to my podcast to talk about pottery. I would probably be sweating my whole hair out because it's like, that doesn't feel natural to me, right? I would have to study and I probably would need a presentation. But like, the more you perfect your story, the more you get to know and craft the highs and the lows, because that's literally what speaking is. It's crafting a story, bringing your audience in and making yourself relatable so that somebody in the audience could say, me too. Right. Like that's why that whole hashtag Me Too movement is so popping because people feel like they're not alone. And that's with anything. Why do you think Beyonce is so amazing? She put out that Lemonade album and people are like, oh, my gosh, I was cheated on, too. You know what I'm saying? Diddy telling people he grew up poor and never had a pool. It's like, oh, my gosh, I grew up, too. Diddy, I'm going to be like you. (laughs) Like, guys, when I tell you it's all in your story, I think like storytelling is something we should definitely learn in school. That's like my whole little get on my soapbox. But like the more you can perfect who you are and what you were created for. And when you get to know your purpose, I feel like life just changes. And I know I probably took up way too much of your time. This is awesome. I could literally, I'm like, keep going. (laughs) Good, good, good. But like, I think that's that's the story behind the planner. And I think one doesn't come without the other. And another thing I want people to know and to understand is like, God didn't give me Latina's emotion and the ability to speak to audiences and, you know, plan, pray, say the planner and the ability to coach women. Like he didn't give that to me all at once. I think that sometimes we want everything at once. And to me, I always tell, especially new business owners, if you're just starting your side hustle, or if you just decided, okay, I'm going to, you know, write the book, or I'm going to create the product or whatever. 
God will bless you in levels to see what he could trust you with first. Yes. So if he can trust you enough to be obedient, to do what he said to do, and you not have an ego and you not get lost and remember to serve people for you to keep your morals together, then he could trust you with the next thing. But like, we want to Instagram our way. We want to Amazon prime our way to success. And that's not the way it works. Like even with me, I've had really high highs and I've had really low lows. Like I could be on stage in 2018. I opened up for Michelle Obama. Like that was real. That was something that was not planned. I wasn't qualified for. I didn't pay nobody for. Like I was literally selected to share my story. And it was two minutes on stage, the best two minutes of my life, right? Spoke in front of 17,000 people, high, high. But then you can get into your business and, and not make a dollar in one month, low, low. Does that mean that you're not qualified? No. Does that mean that God changed his, his mind? No. I think that it all comes together to see what can you be trusted with? And are you going to change your character because your life doesn't look how you anticipated it would look? Yeah. Because here's the thing, I'm going to have joy whether I have a dollar in my account or I have $100,000 in my account. And that's something that's important to me. The one thing that I want to be is absolutely real. I want people to know that I was a real person and I gave them real tips and tools that they could use for their life. And I want them to know like, yo, God is good. Even when life doesn't feel good, I'll never get on here and be like, oh, life sucks. No, like I don't understand the why, but I understand the who. And I think if we could get there, we'll handle trials and tribulations a lot better because it's like, if you're a parent, my daughter doesn't understand why she can't have ice cream all day in her mind, in her perception, right? She thinks that is the most amazing thing that could happen for her life. She thinks she will be healthy. She thinks that she will operate at a high level. Like there is nothing you could do to change her mind. As her parent, I understand her level of thinking. She's not there yet. So I have to coach her to tell her, sis, you better drink that water. Yes. You better mind your business and read your Bible. Make sure that you're eating your vegetables because I know what's best for her. So think about our father, God, who knows what's best for you. You'll think that you want what you want. And I guarantee you, if you saw what was on the other side of that, because God sees all things, you're going to be like, you know what? Thank you for protecting me. Like, think about who you used to date. I used to think about the guys I used to date who I swore I loved. And I'll, I would cry when we would break up like, Lord, I love him so much. Like, how could you do this to me? And now you ever see those guys? Oh my gosh, Lord. Thank you so much for pretending me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I'm literally married to the man of my dreams. But like, when you look back, you think about, you really cried about that thing. You was really heartbroken about that thing. And I think your business is no different. So if you're breaking up with an idea or if you're breaking up, if God is making you break up with an idea, a product, an opportunity, understand that the real soulmate, right, in your business is, is worth the wait uh, yes, yes. in real life. You are preaching to me. <laughs> like, this is all just, whew, I'm just letting it all soak in. I'm like, okay, okay, Lord. <laughs> Good. Awesome. I love it. 
Now, what would you say is on average, what does your day look like? How do you, you know, you get your planner? How do you, do you do it once a week, every day? So I use my planner every single day. So I start each day with writing down what I'm grateful for. Then I write down my to-do list for that day. And I'll talk about that in a second. Um, I recite affirmations. Like I really do. You would be like, do you really recite? Yes, it's important. So like the way I explain affirmations to people is, Take away like religion, take away, let's just talk about our words. Scientifically, what you say out your mouth, your brain believes it as it is so, which is why in my family, right? Like I grew up with my mom, my aunts all talking and they would be like, I, you know, yo me siento gorda, I feel fat today, or I'm so tired or whatever. And they're affirming those things over their life. Right. And you, you, me, we're all guilty of that, of saying things that, oh, I feel tired. I feel overwhelmed. I feel anxious. You're giving power to those words to feel that way. And I want to tell you, I don't always feel powerful. I don't always feel beautiful. I don't always feel fit. I don't always feel like I'm going to shift the energy of the rooms I walk into, but I affirm those things over my life every single day. Why? Because my brain is going to believe it as it is so. And I think it's so important as women, as business owners, that we operate from joy and we operate from purpose and we have to keep our buckets full because you can't operate when you're empty. Like I can't come on here and give y'all all of this if I haven't done my inner work to make sure that I'm whole, right? Because one of the things that I need you to understand is like, hurt people hurt people. And if I'm a broken person and you're a broken person, we're only going to cut each other. Mm -hmm. But I think we can build when I'm a whole person and you're a whole person, then there is no competition. There's no hate. There's no envy. Like we can really operate off of love. I think that's why I have such a successful and amazing marriage, right? Because we're two whole people. That's why I, I love empowering women because I don't believe that you have anything that I should have, right? Like I'm a firm believer that what God has for me is for me. What God has for you is for you. And I think jealousy doesn't exist in my world because I feel like if you have it and I don't, it was never meant for me, right? I can't carry that load. Or maybe you see something in me, you're like, sis, I can't carry that load. And when you can operate in that way, like, yo, excellence, right? Like joy. Like there are just things that money and success just can't buy. I believe that. And it's because you're operating from that space. So for me, Without a doubt, I'm reciting affirmations. Mm -hmm. One of the things I started doing this year is now I recite one scripture. I added that to my planner, so your scripture for the week, just so that I could get better with learning the word for myself. And I felt like anytime I feel like I want to learn something, I always add it in a product. But like for me, it's important that you know how to fight everything that's against you. Like if for me, I know for sure spiritual warfare is real. You may call it, people may call it the universe. People may call it spirit. What For me, it's God, right? And I think spiritual warfare is real. And I feel like anytime you have something good or great, people, right? The enemy, for me, it's the enemy. For you, you might say it's the, you know, the, the world, the universe, whatever people are using nowadays. People will stop you or distract you from walking in your purpose because they know that everything attached to you wins. So why would they want that? And I think it's so much harder for us to like really fight to do the good work we were designed to do because it's like, 
the world itself is just not welcoming Right. And I think that's why we have to do the work to, to recite affirmations for me to read my Bible, to to love on my family. Like my family is my very first ministry. If I'm not good at home, I'm not good nowhere else. You know what I'm saying? So like for me, it's non-negotiables that I have. So it's important that I take my kids to school. I do that every single day. I'm there to pick up my daughter from the bus stop every single day. And so nothing happens within those time hours or whatever. Why? Because I want to make sure that I'm excellent in every bucket. Like it's not just you know, Elaine is an amazing business owner. Elaine is the amazing um, founder of Latinas Emotion. Like, nah, my husband will say I'm the baddest thing on the block. Why? Because we do the work, right? My kids think I'm Mary Poppins. Why? <laughs> because, you know, I do the work. And I think that before you plan for say your life, you have to set up your list of non-negotiables of what you're not willing to give up for a dollar because sister, every dollar ain't your dollar. And I think if you could be excellent at home, I, guys, I am so sorry. My kids are acting up. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. I hear my grandson in the background and I, I'm good. Look, I, I'm good with real. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. I, I have to pause and go. Because I know they're being super loud, but I hear Daryl. No, no, we are good. Um, but I, so I try my best to set up my, my list of non-negotiables and then I plan everything around that. So like if I have a gym date, that's between me dropping off the kids to school, my conference calls, I'm going to the gym because that's what's going to fill up my spiritual bucket, right? Like I feel like your body is a reflection of who you are and you have to take care of your body, right? And then it's like, if I'm, if I have a date with my husband, which we schedule every single week, one date, y'all, one date is not going to kill you. So I need you to schedule dates with your boo. Um, and we do that without the kids. Why? Because it's important for us to connect. Like somebody had put out this, this message on Instagram a couple weeks ago of like, what goes first, your husband or your baby? For me, it's always my husband because if we are great in our marriage, we're going to be great parents and it's going to be a time where those kids are going to leave and then you're going to be stuck with that man that you don't even like no more because you ain't spend no time with that man you know what i'm saying so it's like for me it's important that we date without these children with me it's important that we go on a family date with these children so that they they know what functional looks like right and then everything else goes in between that i think especially if anybody who's listening to this is in a relationship it's important that you have meetings and check-ins with your family. Like I travel for speaking engagements. So I'm constantly saying, okay, if I'm going to go speak at Harvard, which I did, by the way, if I'm going to go fly out to Boston, speak at Harvard, then I already know I'm going to be gone these three days. So what work do I have to do before reverse engineer to make sure that my kids' buckets are full, my husband's bucket is, is full before I leave for those three days, you know? And it's like, you have to know what you're going to say no to. Like you can't just keep rolling with the punches. We're done with that. It's 2020. Yeah. It's 2020. You have to literally sit down, look at your month and think about, okay, what am I saying yes to what I'm saying no to? And sometimes it's saying no to opportunities, mm-hmm. right? That you're like, oh my gosh, but that would be so popping. But what is it really going to cost you? Yeah. So are you going to say yes to a check? but then it's going to cost you a bad relationship with your kids or with your spouse or whomever, like figure out what you're going to say yes to what you're going to say no to. A lot of people ask me to do stuff for free. 
Mm-hmm. I can't say yes to every free thing. I can't. I can't. Like, not only do I have a business, but I have a family and I have a husband and I have a thousand things going on. So for me, I tell myself, I'm going to say yes to a free thing once a month. Mm-hmm. Once that ticket is up, it's up. Yes. Everybody else gets a no. And I, I'm sorry, but it's a no that I'm unapologetic about. Why? Because I've already tithed my talent for the month. Yes. You could either sign up for next month. Yes. Or you could pay me my worth. Because here's the thing, whether you pay me $100 or $1,000, you're going to get Elaine. You're not going to, like, I don't switch it up like, oh, this person paid me $10, so. Mm -hmm. No, I'm, I'm if I said yes, I'm going to give it my all. If we had an agreement, I'm going to give it my all. And these are the things that you can look at. Like, if one of the people who taught me this was um, Eric Thomas, Mm -hmm. E.T., the hip-hop preacher. Yes phenomenal speaker y'all like he's rated as like top two top three um motivational speakers but like he literally decides who he's going to tie his talent into or he might charge a school two hundred thousand dollars he might charge a high school two hundred dollars it doesn't matter like you know i feel like we can make those decisions for ourselves but like you have to figure out what success looks like for you. So to answer your question, each one of my days look different, but I literally start with the month and then reverse engineer. So I put down when we're having our dates, which is usually Friday nights. I put down when we're having our family dates, which is usually Saturdays, right? If I have a speaking engagement, then it's like, okay, maybe we'll have a family night that Wednesday before I leave. But I I think the biggest thing for me is I want my husband to know he's a priority. I want my kids to know that they're a priority and they're not an afterthought. Because like, yo, everybody that's attached to you can feel your energy and they can feel how you value them. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, a hug goes a long way. Words of affirmation goes a long way. And guess what? They're all free, y'all. You gotta pay your dollar. They are. They are. I love that. I absolutely love that. Uh, Well, tell us how, like, where are you today in your business? What new projects are you working on? Um, anything that can serve the audience in any way? Yes. So I know you already hooked them up with this amazing planner, Plan, Pray, Slay. I still have about 100 of these left. So if you want to get one for your girl, your mom, your daughter, whomever, you can go to mogulmommy.com. One of the things that I'm working on with my daughter is, you know, this planner is... It's, I would say it's for like maybe people who are 18 and up or even high schoolers could use this. But my daughter, Eva, she's a mini entrepreneur. She's like, mom, I need something. Like I need to create something so that when you're working on this, I could work on something too. So we're actually launching a product together. It's called Mantras of a Mogul. And mantras and affirmations could pretty much be the same thing, right? It's something that you're affirming over your life. It's a statement that you're affirming over your life. And I really want her, Eva has, we recite affirmations every day, but I understand that the average mom may not do that with her child. So now I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, how can I pass on these tips and tools that have changed my daughter's life? Because anybody that meets my daughter, they're like, oh my gosh, how is she she's so confident? And that's because we're, we're doing affirmations every day. The same work that I do internally is what we're trying to teach our kids to do as well, right? Like it's important even more so today in the society that kids know who they are because people are going to call them things. They're going to be in certain situations and they have to be really grounded on 
who they are, right? So we're working on Mantras of a Mogul journal. And I can't wait to release that. And I'm so sad about this coronavirus. It just has stopped productions and everything. Yeah. But it's fine. It's fine. We're going to work this out. Yes. <laughs> um, but definitely doing more work with young women. Because I do so much for women in general. Like there's Pamper Slave seminars. We've done conferences. We have this Pamper Slave planner. But I feel like if we can get even younger, like I'm always thinking of like, okay, if People are always complimenting me on Eva. How can we duplicate that? Why do they not think that they can't do that with their daughters, granddaughters, with the women in their life, right? It's like, guys, I'm I'm, I'm not doing anything. Trust me, I'm not doing anything crazy. It's literally affirmations, having conversations, yeah. sitting down and listening to her. It's like those little things literally are a game changer with young people. They want to be heard. I think the reason why affirmations are so important to me is because if you don't start affirming your kids, they're going to look for that affirmation on Instagram, on Snapchat, on social media, which is crazy, right? So it's like, if we can teach them how to affirm themselves now, they're not going to be looking for that attention and be addicted to that sense of acceptance anywhere else. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. I just had my kids do the five love language quiz um, for children and just to learn their love, specific love language. And um, so that we could be more intentional about speaking their love language. Yes, girl. Now, I was thinking that you were going to say that Eva was creating a planner for children. Because I was going to be like, well, I want the first... (laughs) copy because my daughter's 12 and yeah we're starting off with with the journal Um, it has been has there's a men's version of the planner also yes yes and it's crazy so my husband is an assistant principal Mm -hmm. and a lot of men don't plan they don't they literally just roll with the punches and this planner for him is called plan pray and prosper has been such a game changer because he can literally look at what his week looks like, what his month looks like. You know, he's affirming things over his life. And it's crazy because, and he just wrote about this on Facebook, Daryl and I created the planner because he lost his job. And that was a product he created that was able to hold him over, but literally change the trajectory of his life because, you know, that's been three years since this happened and he still uses the same tool every single year. And I think once, once taking care of yourself, and affirming things over yourself and having a to-do list for yourself becomes a habit, then that becomes like your non-negotiable. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Absolutely. I actually, I was laughing because I'm writing notes and I have the... Praise Academy. Yes. I went, you know, it was there last year. So it was awesome. So I was like sitting here, like doing notes as you're talking and I'm like, I got your pen. Yes, I love it. I love it. That was an awesome conference. Um, now you guys having it again this year? I don't know yet. Okay. To be honest, like com- that conference was so much work. Like having, you know, 85 women, it was just, and it, it, it went by so fast, right? Like you're just going and you're just moving, but there's so many parts And like, for me, all the events that I do, I always want my events to feel like a giant hug. Mm -hmm. Like I'm so particular about value Mm -hmm. because have you ever went to an event and you feel like you left there feeling like, what did I pay for? (laughs) Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, for me, that is one of my biggest fears, even though I said fear wasn't real. But for me, anytime I have 
seminars, anytime I have you, like we just did a conference, I always feel like, yo, did people feel like they got what they came for? Mm -hmm. And I realized that if you don't know what you're looking for, then you don't know what you're, what you need. Yeah. That's a word for somebody. Anytime you sign up for a coach, for a seminar, for a conference, you have to know what you need so that you can go there intentional of like, yo, I'm not leaving this room until I get what I need. And I do a lot of work, y'all. Like I attend conferences so that when I deliver to people, I'm coming from a full place. Yeah. And y'all need to do your homework when you're when you're paying for things. Make sure that you understand where you're going. You know, is their heart in the right place? If they said that they've done X, Y, and Z, have you done your homework? Because the internet is real fugazi these days, y'all. <laughs> like people out here faking. And for me, I only pay for things where presenters. And organizers have the same values as I have. So like, I'll give you guys an example. I typically always pay for conferences and seminars where they literally mesh religion and business. Why? Because I love the Lord and I need to get my coins together. So where can I go to have both? Because business is tricky. There's a lot of seminars that you'll go to where business owners will teach you things that don't align with my morals, don't align with my principles. I never got into business to be a millionaire. I'm going to be honest. Like y'all will never see anything that I sell, say millionaire in the making or because you know why I have one more point. I know that I'm going to wait a little over time, but like we have to, we have to define what success means for us. Yes. Right. So for me, success means picking up my kids. It means going on a date with Daryl. It means having the ability to work out. Is or Could there have been careers that made me well over six figures? Yes. But I would be getting home at seven. You know, God knows where my relationship would be. Like I literally, like literally write down, write this down, y'all. Like you have to write down what is success for you. Not what the world says success is. Like y'all, have y'all tried on red bottom shoes? They are so uncomfortable. They They are cute. But social media will tell you if you don't have a pair of red bottoms, you're not successful. It's like, sis, your toes hurt. You're cute. But I know your toes hurt. Or like, you're not successful if you don't drive a Maybach. That is a walking um, mortgage payment. Yes. Like for me, for me, that's not success. For some people, it may be. What I'm telling you is there's nothing wrong with wanting red bottoms. Sis, if you like it, I love it. You know, there's nothing wrong with wanting a Maybach. But do you want it or do you just want to flex for other people? Right. You get what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. I think there's there's a difference. Like a lot of a lot of a lot of coaches will say, I could help you make six figures Mm -hmm. to achieve what? Because I know people who make six figures who are still poor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like you have to start to decide what success looks like for you. Anytime I coach someone, that is the first thing I tell them. We're going to sit down and you're going to write down what success looks like for you. Because the world is going to tell you a million things of what success looks like. And if you allow it, if you allow all that noise, you'll start to believe that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So it's a constant reminder of like, for me, I left my job. I became a full-time entrepreneur August 25th, 2017. Mm. 
So I'm coming up on three years and it's a constant reminder of what success looks like for me. Cause a lot of my peers have different versions of success. So they're like, you don't have this. You don't have that. You haven't made a million dollars in sales yet. And sometimes you start, you really allow those, those conversations to make you feel bad. But I'm like, is my marriage popping? Yes. Yes. Do I get to take my kids to school every day yet? So, and then I just remind myself like, Elaine, you're exactly yeah. where you need to be. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But even me, even me, the creative plan for slate, I need to remind myself and that's why I write it down. And that's why I tell people to write it down. Once you know what success looks like for you, then you know what to work for. Everything you just said, um, it spoke to me on so many levels. We went to the car show, the Philadelphia car show, a few months ago, weeks ago, whenever it was. And uh, it's so funny because I've always wanted a Range Rover. Um, I love the, I see the Velar. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's my dream car with the Velar. You know, and I would watch videos. My husband and I would talk about it. Like, I mean, that was it. Let me tell you. Now, he rented one of the versions one time and we drove it around and it was okay. I sat in the Velar. I told my husband I felt claustrophobic. And I felt like the car was like closing in on me because the doors are so high. Like the windows are small and the doors like high and I'm short. So I sat in that car and I was like, I don't like it. I don't like, I don't even like it. So it was crazy because sometimes you think, you know, you want all the expensive stuff or the nice things and when you actually sit in it and try it out, like you said, like the shoes aren't even comfortable. You're like... No, you know what? Maybe not. <laughs> you well, know, it's you ain't never lie. So it's, I'll tell y'all a quick story. I went and I told myself I was going to get red bottom shoes. This is real. This is real life. This is a true story. Went with Daryl, went to get the red bottom shoes. And I'm like, Daryl, I wanted the first speaking engagement. And I had got this huge check. This was December of 2019. I got this huge check from Real Estate Investments. And Daryl's like, babe, you deserve these shoes. I'm like, I deserve these shoes. These are going to be my speaker shoes. Guys, when I tell y'all, I could not imagine standing up in an hour with these shoes. And they were like $600 or something, $650. I'm like, babe, I'm not doing this. Like you literally, guys, y'all have to be real. And, and it was like, Elaine, do you want these shoes because you want to take an Instagram picture with your foot up so everybody can see the red while you speak? It was like very vain. And I had to be real with myself. And we use that money and we put it towards a vacation. And so for me, guys, y'all could keep the cars, y'all could keep the shoes, take me to Greece. Like that is success for me. You know what I'm saying? Take right. me on a trip. That's and and we're able to do those things. And that's how I kind of value like what is success for me. Traveling, y'all, that is my thing. Y'all could judge me all you want. You yeah. know, you girl love to travel. But like, that's why these conversations are important. Yeah. Because why did I really want those red bottoms? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, Start having those conversations with yourself. And that's why I love what you said about the car. It's like, why do we want these things? And then when we try them on, it's like, I don't want this. I don't even like it. Yeah. Yeah. It was the same thing with the speakers. I love what you said with um, speakers. Because even when I signed up to go to um, the conference or the academy the, that you had last year, I was very intentional each year in my business to say, this is what I want to sign up for. And this is why I had you, I asked you to speak uh, to us because you align with, you know, God and business and what, what I believe in. So I love that tip that you gave to us because that's so important to me each year when I'm looking at conferences, I'm looking at who is, 
who is aligned, you know, with what I believe, morals and values and business, you know, planning. Because I went to want, listen, I paid a, I paid a lot. I paid like a lot of money. If I add everything together, it was probably close to a thousand dollars for a four hour workshop. Okay. I drove to this workshop. It was four hours. It was all stuff I knew. All stuff that I was like, girl, I've been doing this and I know all of this. Guys, and, and like pay attention to what she's saying because oh. this has happened to me so, oh my gosh, girl, so many yeah. times. And then, and then it ended up being stuff I already knew. I, like I could have looked this up, like I read this, done this, been doing it. And it ended up just really being like a sales pitch yeah. for whatever it was they had. And I mean, and very successful. I mean, everything like, oh, millions, this, that, and the other. But I sat there and I was like, and I, I got sucked in, probably spent about $1,000, was told like, call me, you know, I could help you make so much money. And I was like, in my head, I didn't say, it to, I was like, no, thank you. Because it was like, it, and they were believers. Girl. So y'all better do your homework. <laughs> So when I tell you, and you know, and even like meeting the person, it was like, I felt this like really cold, like it was so many things that I came back. I was almost embarrassed to tell my husband because I was like, you just supported me with this thing. It was like a thousand dollars and it was not anything. You know what I mean? So that was a big lesson learned, big lesson, big, big, big. And, and I think one of the bigger lessons that I learned with that was that I wasn't following the person long enough, probably like to really know, really know, no. <laughs> I think to your point, you know, cause this is such a good topic. Like this is really like rich, what you're doing right now. Um, it's, it's hard because even when you follow someone, you're just following their facade, right? So what I will say, what I will suggest to you guys is sign up for something free that they have. So a lot of speakers will have free sessions or seminars and at those free things, they're going to upsell you something. So you'll see where their heart is, where their, what their style is. Are they willing to answer your question on this free thing? Cause like one thing about me, I ask, I answer all the questions that people have because I want to make sure that you got your value. Right. But I've been tricked like you. So not, I won't say trick. It kind of feels bamboozled. It does. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Um, I paid $600 for coaching and it was literally just papers that say, you know, um, talk to people like this, call everybody on your phone. It's stuff that like, like you just said, it's like, I, okay, I did that. Now what? You, right. you, you know what I'm saying? It's like, what else do you have? And sometimes you're paying so much money for fluff. I had a coach tell me, oh, you are such an amazing speaker. You have to charge $6,000 for your coaching program. Mm -hmm. I know that I didn't have $6,000 to pay for a coach. Why would I charge someone $6,000? And like, yo, y'all have to sleep, sleep right at night. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though I sleep to my dream man, yeah. like I, I need to sleep well with myself. Yeah. I can't go to sleep knowing I charge $6,000 for a flub. This is why a lot of us, a lot of us, and I say myself included, because I know I went through all these different phases of imposter syndrome and oh. that's you know, never feel it. But I think that it hits us harder when we're not being us, when we're not yes. being real and when yes. we're not just going with 
what we feel like God has called us to yes. do. Yes. Right? Girl. So, yeah, imposter syndrome is going to hit, you know? Right. But, yeah. They need to start being Destiny's child that opened up for DeBarge. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's going to be our lie. I love that. I love that. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. You're I want to be respectful of your time because I could be talking to you all night. Listen, no, I love this. I think this was bomb. Yeah. I think this was amazing. I feel like it was such a rich conversation. I hope y'all ladies and gentlemen, because I know y'all in the background, got your pen and paper and you're taking notes yeah. because we're having conversations that you would literally pay lots of money to sit at this table and what you're doing is amazing i thank you so much for just serving girl serve yes and anytime you need me i'm here now do you still have coaching available because i know you you started a group coaching um, yes we officially start on sunday um and literally it's 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 just time where I stopped coaching for a while because you understand that when you're coaching women, you just like love on them and you want them to win. And it's, it's a lot emotionally because you're tied to their businesses. You're tied to their purpose. You're praying for these people. And like, yo, y'all know me. Like, I'm like, yes, I could coach you. Yes, I could coach you. So I took a sabbatical for a year. I just wanted to hear from God. I wanted to get full. I wanted to just learn more so that I could be the best coach ever. And so I opened up Mogul Mommy Academy Um, I'm going to open it up on Sunday, but I literally for a year, y'all, like I literally just did self-work. I went to conferences, prayed a lot, read my Bible. Like I just wanted to be better because I was giving so much of myself. Like, I don't know if y'all can feel this, but like, I love super hard. So with clients, I don't treat them like clients. I'd be like, girl, I want you to win, girl. So, um, starting on Sunday and literally just teaching women mindset, like how to get your mind together, storytelling, you already know how to talk about storytelling, social media, even though it's changing so much, I feel like there's so many basic things that I think are basic, but women don't know as business owners. So teaching them, you know, social media and like, yo, how can you monetize your gifts? I think there's a lot of ways to make money. I'm not saying become a millionaire. You may be, but there's a lot of ways to make money and we need to have those open conversations. I love that. I love that. I will. Now, this is also going up in my podcast, Rebuilding Relationships. Yay! So I'll share all your information in the show notes, too. I'm so excited. Everything is on mogulmommy.com. Okay. Awesome. I will make sure I put that on there. And thank you. I love you. I love you. you We did not talk about which you just have to give us something on your little baby boy because he is... A cutie patootie. And oh my gosh, we've talked about Dara. We've talked about... Yes. So I have a son. His name is Ian and he is six. And y'all... He's like my little boyfriend. I know Daryl hates it, I think. <laughs> but like, he is just so kind, y'all. And don't get me wrong, he's sour too. And he is the best birth control I could ever have because he's very mysterious. <laughs> but he is like sweet and sour. Like, he'll be like, mommy, you're so beautiful. Mommy, I love your hair. And then he'll be like throwing things down my toilet. You know, so it's balanced. Yeah. He's definitely balanced. Oh, that's a boy for you. Oh, he is such a cutie. So I'm a girl mom and I'm a boy mom. Yes, that's perfect. You have a yes. balance. Yes. Oh, well, thank you again. And yes. And then let me know about your podcast so I can share with my audience too. Oh, yes. Will do. Will do. And I look forward to maybe having you back again. Yes. Like- Anytime. Anytime. But thank you, Mama.
Yes. Bye. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Oh my goodness. Wasn't this such an amazing episode? Elaine is just the sweetest thing. She is just so powerful. And I just pray that this episode blessed your socks off. Well, take care, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the Rebuilding Relationships podcast. I hope that I have served you on the highest level. If I have, please be sure to share this episode and give it a great rating so that I can continue to serve you and others. For more about me and my services, please go to my website, www.carriecompany.com. If you have not read my book, Recreate Your Love, be sure to order your copy today at www.recreateyourlove.com. My heart is always to serve you with so much love. Have an amazing week and be sure to come back next week for another awesome episode. Please understand that anything shared on my show, the Rebuilding Relationships podcast, is intended to give you tips, tools, and strategies to help you transform your life and your relationships. While I am a certified coach, be sure to seek professional medical advice when you feel necessary. Take care.